0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Star Family Wisdom podcast. I'm Jenna Layden, the founder of Star Family Wisdom and also a former global vice president for Whole Foods Market. Thanks so much for being with us today. Star Family Wisdom is a paradigm-shifting podcast, community, and modern-day mystery school for your spiritual and cosmic evolution. And our co-host, Sinead Wellahan, is a former educator and social activist. And we met last year through a synchronistic series of events that led us to understand a connection that we had before this life and led us to understand the mission that we are here to support. This is a pivotal time in human evolution and we are not alone on this planet or in this universe and we know that it's time for the world to know. So we were inspired to start this podcast to share conversations between ourselves and guests that will inspire you and will bring you information to support you on this wild journey of being human. Together we explore untold human origin stories, supernatural experiences, we talk about lost knowledge from the stars, and spiritual wisdom that empowers you to transform your life for the better. And our connection began because of our shared experience of having ET contact and remembering lives off earth. And today's episode is all about that. We're going to dive a little deeper into that exploration. And if you haven't yet, check out our episode with Barbara Lamb. It's a two-parter. We interviewed her a few weeks ago, and you can check out those episodes, episode 35 and 34. In that episode, we talk with her about her decades of experience as a regression therapist. Barbara has worked with Dolores Cannon, who you may know of, uh, someone who is very popular in this field, regressing many people and writing many books about those case studies and Barbara's work is very similar. Barbara has carried on that legacy that Dolores Cannon began uh, back in the 60s and 70s when they were first just getting started. Barbara has experienced thousands of regressions and through that work she has come to understand the nature of consciousness, how consciousness takes human form, and the nature of ET contact experiences. So it's been a decades long journey of understanding that we are not alone, and that there are many souls incarnating on earth who have had ET experiences, who have had experiences in other civilizations, who have lived lives in other civilizations. And so we talked with Barbara about what she's learned and about her own personal experiences of making contact and remembering those experiences through regression. And it might be helpful to point out for anyone who's not as familiar with the process of regression that this process takes us deep into our subconscious and it helps us understand memories, information that may have been suppressed or may have been hidden from our psyche. That happens when we experience trauma or when we experience something that is so far outside of our worldview that our brain, our psyche, could not process that easily. So psychologically, our subconscious mind will just shut that information down. It will hide it for us, doing us a favor in one way, but in another way, causing some other issues. Because when we suppress information or memories that are traumatic in nature, that can cause other problems and ramifications for us. So regression can be a very helpful tool in many ways, both accessing past life memories that may have a karmic effect on this life, or accessing memories in this life from a previous trauma or time that maybe just wasn't as fully understood. So Barbara's work has supported many, many experiencers of ET contact, abduction, and has helped people connect the dots on real life experiences that they have had and has helped them process and heal From those experiences and because of where we're at on earth in our current civilization we have not been in a place where we can be ready for full open contact with the beings and civilizations that do exist out there so earth has received an infiltration of souls from other civilizations souls who have had experiences outside of this planet and the purpose of that let's call it an incarnation infiltration is that earth will be able to shift and evolve and transform by allowing new consciousness to be here and to be integrated into the collective consciousness field. This is also a way in which humans are learning about their E.T. brothers and sisters, because many souls, many of you listening, have had experiences out there on other planets and other civilizations, and we are remembering now. We are accessing a state of consciousness, a state of our evolution that is allowing for those memories to come back for that opening to occur. So our first contact is happening just a little differently here on Earth than it has in other civilizations. That's partially because of the violence, the disharmony and the imbalances that have occurred on this planet as this civilization fell into its dark ages thousands of years ago. The good news is that we are just now coming out of those dark ages, but that's a difficult time. That transition of eras is not easy by any means, and that's why there are so many souls here helping to open our minds, our hearts, to the idea that there is more beyond this earthly existence and that there is a very real spiritual foundation to our reality that we must understand to evolve in a more positive way. So in today's episode, i'm sharing my personal regression with barbara lamb it's not the entire regression because it was pretty long but we're going to share a a part that happened towards the end where my star family the et's with whom i'm connected talked through me and channeled information and Barbara got to ask questions of them and ask about the current conditions on earth and ask about what they know and what they can see from their perspective. So We wanted to share this today as kind of a a prelude to another conversation that we will have because Sinead is also getting regressed by Barbara. And we're going to come together and have a conversation about those regressions and what we've learned and how we're integrating that information both for ourselves personally, but also for the purpose of Star Family Wisdom. And for those who don't know, Star Family Wisdom was started because i was guided by the et's by my star family to do this work in my first regression it became clear to me that i am an interplanetary soul and that i am here to support this sort of evolution of consciousness that is happening through these conversations and It was through that regression that I understood the second part of my mission here on Earth. The first part being my time at Whole Foods Market, being a leader of teams and people and helping people through transformation and change in that world, in that arena, supporting a mission that was bigger than a corporation, a mission that was about bringing healthy food to people and rebalancing our diets and rebalancing the way we produce food on the planet. So there was definitely an importance in that work that led to the work I'm doing now. So in that first regression, I was told it was time to leave Whole Foods, it was time to do this work, and it was time to integrate the wisdom that is available to us from the civilization that I come from. So while I stepped into that work and started this journey of leaving Whole Foods and bringing you Star Family Wisdom and all of the the information and resources and products and podcasts that we now offer, there have still been some missing pieces of the puzzle for me and my understanding of my connection with my star family exactly where i'm from and some experiences that i hadn't fully unpacked yet and one of those experiences which i'm not sharing publicly yet here on the podcast, but we may do some of that at a later date. One of those experiences was a recurring dream as a child. And that's partially what we explored in this regression with Barbara. And that recurring dream happened over and over and over around the age of four and five. And I remember at the time it was... It was like a nightmare. It was a scary dream, but it was never very long. And that dream was of a red rose. And that rose was surrounded by all of this black, all of this darkness. And that darkness would close in on the red rose very slowly. And as it got closer and closer to covering up the red rose, I would wake up. And that happened over and over and over. I mentioned that to my mother recently because she's, she's come along for the ride on this journey, um, gratefully so. I'm so grateful that she has been open-minded enough to embrace what I'm learning and what I'm sharing with the world. And I mentioned that dream to her as something that I wanted to explore further because it just stood out in my memory as something that seemed odd especially at that age and she said I never even mentioned that dream so that's an odd thing right at that age to have had that sort of recurring nightmare experience and there'd be times where I would go into her room after having that nightmare but I never talked about it with her and in my first regression we had that question on the list to explore that recurring dream because I had a suspicion that maybe there was something more going on behind that dream that I needed to understand and in the first regression the therapist got through all of the questions except that one he accidentally forgot to ask that one now If you're like me at this point, you don't believe in accidents or coincidences. And it struck me as interesting that that would be the one question we didn't get to explore at the time. And now looking back, I can understand that my consciousness in this human body, my psyche, was not quite ready to understand and process the information that would come through from that. So fast forward, and it's two years later, and I'm ready for another regression, and I'm ready to explore more scenes, more actual experience of the times I've had ET contact in this life. And so I come back to that question of the recurring dream, and I put that on the list Of things that I want to explore and it turned out to be the primary thing that I explored with Barbara and I realize now again that the timing had to be just right for me to explore the content of that experience in a way that would not add additional trauma in a way that would be healing And so as we explore these things, as we go into these deep, personal, transpersonal experiences and exploration, it is highly important that we're okay with the slowness or the speed at which that evolution and exploration is occurring, because it's all in divine timing. It's all meant to evolve in a way that is helpful for us. And so in this regression, Barbara first took me back to being a child when I first had that dream. And it became very clear very quickly that that was not a dream. And so, again, we may share some actual audio or visual of that part of the regression at some point. But for now, I'll tell you that... It was extremely healing to go back to that time and to experience what would have been the very first ET contact I had in this life. That was not an easy thing to re experience from the standpoint of a child, because while I have a much greater intellectual understanding of the entire phenomena at this point, from the st- standpoint, the perspective, the consciousness level of a child, having that experience is quite traumatic at first. I will also share that Barbara, as a therapist, did a fantastic job of guiding me as that child-level consciousness during the regression. She guided me in a way that helped me see that while what was happening was startling and a little scary and not normal as I was saying in my child voice it's not normal for me to be here I'm outside of my home I'm not supposed to be here she helped me see from that child perspective that I was safe that what was happening was for my greatest good as she asked me questions and got me to explain further what was happening and what the beings were attempting to impart, she was able to help me arrive at a place of realizing that I'm okay, that this, this was a scary thing that happened, and it certainly was not something I was expecting to experience at that age in this life, of course, but that it was nothing harmful to me, and that it was intended to support and guide me so i share that because you know i think facing some of these deeper experiences or parts of our experiences can be a really big deal and it is hard to face pent-up trauma right suppressed trauma suppressed emotions which is what was there while i didn't have a conscious memory of what had occurred the memory was still in there and it had been pent up and it had been stored deep in my subconscious all of this time creating some level of anxiety and fear so when we face those traumas whether it be an et contact experience or a different trauma we've had it allows us to move beyond that primal state of fear or insecurity and it helps us see it from a different perspective So as the regression progressed, Barbara was able to guide me to the time when I was deciding to come to Earth, when I was on a starship, when I was a part of another civilization, when I decided to answer the call to come help Earth. And part of answering that call was to choose to incarnate as a human in this lifetime. To do a series of incarnations actually that would lead us to this place that would allow for these sorts of conversations this sort of contact preparation to occur and for the purpose of healing the planet and helping us all evolve beyond the very separated state we have been in and in this clip you'll hear The ETs, you'll hear my star family talk about that. They talk about the state of separation that humans live in, and they talk about the purpose of these missions i'm not special in this there are many people who are here serving a similar purpose serving a similar mission and so it is my mission and purpose as a leader as someone who has been a leader of people on planet earth to share openly to be transparent about this because it helps us all come together in that collective mission to heal the planet so they share about that mission and they talk about why there are so many interplanetary souls here on earth and they they share in ways that are direct, but also comforting about the current situation. I think it's always helpful for us to have a zoomed out perspective on our current situation, our current life. When we get that zoomed-out perspective and we can see things outside of our humanly experience, it just helps us bring some level of understanding to what's going on. It maybe helps us accept our experience a little more. And when we can find that understanding and that acceptance And that healing for ourselves, it helps us stay of service and it helps us support those who need to be supported. I also love what they had to say about how we move beyond the state of separation. And so I'll let you hear from them directly, but this is really only the second time they have channeled through me in this state, in this sort of hypnotic regressed state. It did happen in the first regression. You can listen to clips of that on the YouTube channel here as well. And if you're not on YouTube, jump over to YouTube so you can check those out. So it's not something I do frequently. I do channel quite a bit through the work in Star Family Wisdom. A lot of the course material and information that we share with you is channeled in a way. But that happens in a way that's a little different than what you're going to hear here. In this state, they are talking directly through me. So while you hear my voice, you hear that you can hear the quality of my voice is different, and you can hear their tone their directness and their kind of personality as they come through so again this isn't something i'm super comfortable doing on the regular um just getting into a trance state and letting being speak through me but now having gone through this experience of gaining a better understanding of who they are where they come from how I have been in contact with them. It certainly makes me a little more comfortable sharing openly when this occurs. So before we get into it, just a little background on who these beings are. These beings are the mantis beings. They are from the Aldebaran star system, which is located in the Orion constellation. They are the beings that I have been in contact with the most in this life they are the beings who visited me at the beginning of this life and they're the beings that i have known in my previous incarnation and so i share this with you so that you know where this information is coming from and that their desire is to be of service and to support this evolution that's happening on earth. And I think it's, it's always beautiful when we can hear directly from these other sources, so with that we'll get into it so you can hear that part of the regression and stay tuned for more clips as we get them produced and again Sinead and I will be talking in depth about these experiences about what we've learned from our regressions and how we can apply those learnings to our evolution here on Earth, and how we can bring wisdom from the stars into our earthly experience to help us remember who we really are and where we're going and what is possible for our civilization. So it is with great gratitude and appreciation for all of the souls who are here on earth helping and supporting in their own unique ways that I share this with you today. And I hope that it helps you feel a little less alone in your mission. And I hope that as we go forward, as we share more of these sorts of conversations and information about our journey, that. It inspires you to go deeper and learn more about your soul and where you're from and what your unique mission is
1: here on earth.
2: Where during it, during that 48 hours, we were aware that it was them or just that something major was happening.
3: There was awareness that there was some sort of contact occurring. Uh huh. But not a a full conscious awareness of what or why. Right. Just
2: did you feel receptive to it?
3: Yes. It, it's it's known that any any sort of experiences for the betterment of myself and for others
2: uh-huh but but you didn't realize it was by from these beings who are your beings
3: there was a suspicion that yes there would there was a connection with home but not
1: it wasn't fully understood uh-huh
2: do you think it's going to be helpful and going to be nice that now you have more awareness of who they are and who they are in relation to you
3: yes it may allow it may allow for easier communication going forward
2: oh yes and would you like that
3: yes we all would
2: Uh ah And how do you think that she's doing now in her mission on Earth?
3: She's fulfilling it according to the plan. There have been some stops and starts, but all of it's, a, all of it's moving along according to plan.
2: Uh-huh. And is there anything that you would like her to know? Now that you're talking?
3: She should release any and all fear. There's nothing to fear.
1: Oh, okay.
3: It's been proven so far that the mission is being completed and that we're here to support in the right ways.
2: Oh, very good. You want her to know that?
3: It it helps with feeling less alone. Yeah. There are still periods of loneliness.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Any um, suggestions or advice you'd like to give her at this point?
3: To just relax and allow and to have more fun. It doesn't have to be so hard and serious sometimes.
2: Uh, Maybe, has she become a little bit like her father sometimes in that particular way?
3: There's There's an impatience sometimes
1: that needs to soften. Right. Hmm. Anything else?
3: She is loved and supported. She's what? She is loved and supported.
2: Oh, that's good. And do you know yet if she will have further lifetimes on earth or would she be returning to her original form to your form
3: this is this is the last
2: oh this is the last lifetime she'll have as a human
3: for now unless there's another
1: choice There are lots of choices that can be made. Oh yes. Yeah.
2: Including being one of you again.
3: Yes, that may be preferred. Uh-huh. But there's so many experiences to have.
2: Hmm. So even though she does not see you, probably, in her daily life, uh, you'd like her to know that you're with her a lot and always there for assistance if she needs it. And you're very care- she's very cared about. She really isn't alone, even when she feels lonely. Is that correct? Yes.
3: What comes to mind is it's just a phone call away. We're just a phone
2: call away. <laughs> that that's a good uh, metaphor that she would certainly understand. Yes. So are there many others on earth who were one of you um, who are now in this lifetime? Are here on earth in order to help?
3: Yes, our group is small, but there are many, many, or many civilizations, many types of beings, many types of souls. It's a melting pot on earth.
2: So, there um, is your group, and also there are many other groups from what we call space um, who are here as humans helping
3: we work together better than you do
2: (laughs) I hope so (laughs) right I definitely hope so
3: it's kind of like a big team effort supporting in the ways that we can uh
1: huh
3: guiding, educating, healing. So much to be done. It required a big team.
2: Yeah. So from your perspective, can you see all the big movements uh, for certain groups taking power over the whole earth. Can, can you see all of that going on?
3: Yeah, there seems to be like a, a, there's a struggle. Yes. But there's, but there is a, an infiltration of sorts that is allowing for a shift. Humans are still, navigating rough waters but consciousness is shifting. Uh-huh. This cycle is is an improvement on previous cycles.
2: So it it seems that there are, that there's a lot of help coming to the earth. Uh, Even though, or maybe especially because there is such a big, what we could consider a power grab, a certain group of people wanting to dominate everybody on the earth. Uh, reduce the population tremendously. And I think they're very effectively doing that and purposely, deliberately. And um, this power grab wants to change everything, reset everything to their advantage. And some of us are very aware of that and don't want it and don't know what to do about it. Um, But but you're saying that there's a lot of help from off of the planet, from other beings. Are, Are you helping with that sort of thing?
3: There is in ways that are less overt, but humans make choices and those choices must play out. Right. And there is a choice. To honor life and to honor yeah. the spirit of life over material things.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And humans are being presented with choice points that allow for that understanding and that evolution of consciousness to occur.
1: hmm evolution
3: is slow it takes time right the situation is complex
1: yes
2: So does it seem like the evolution of consciousness toward the good, the helpful, the caring has a chance of being more pervasive, more effective than the more self-serving power grabs going on?
3: Eventually, yes, that will always be the case. That is the nature of evolution. Mm. The light will always evolve beyond the dark. There may be certain breakdowns before there is a breakthrough.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. And how about
2: how about the Earth itself? Uh, some of us, many of us, I think, all over the world, are really conscious of all the harm that we humans are doing to the Earth, and and uh, want to lessen that as much as possible. And yet there are many people sort of in control who keep on polluting and uh, hurting the earth, hurting the air, hurting the humans. And we've got so much technology with which we can create great harm. Uh, Do you see the possibility of the earth itself, this beautiful planet, Um, making it through all the destructiveness of some of the humans?
3: She will protect herself. She's fine.
2: Good, good.
3: She's sick in some ways, but she, she can protect herself.
2: And does she know how to do that?
3: She's already been doing it. She doesn't want to do it. She loves all of her children, but she'll take the necessary measures.
2: Good. And advise others as well?
3: Yes. The changes that have been experienced. Some of the climate issues and fires, and it's it's a way of rebalancing. It's necessary.
2: That's a way for the Earth to go through a rebalancing.
3: That's how she rebalances. there's still significant imbalance, but she'll rebalance as needed.
2: And is there anything more that um, you would like her or any of us to know at this point? It's important
3: to know that there will continue to be changes and that storms
1: will need to be weathered. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: And that is part of the rebalancing.
1: Oh,
2: So even though those things, the damage from um, storms and so for earthquakes and whatever, floods, droughts, um, all of that that's going on in different parts of the world, even though that's extremely inconvenient for the humans living on Earth, it has a larger purpose of rebalancing the earth
3: it has always occurred and will continue to it just may feel more extreme at these times
1: yeah
3: and there are more humans to be affected
2: yes that's true And are things going better on your planet?
3: On most planets, yes. <laughs> there are some challenges, of course. Most have, mo- most have moved beyond these sorts of challenges, at least those who are helping. At this time,
2: do you think that there are many on Earth who, um, who are living on Earth now, humans, who have? your group as a lineage? In other words, at some point in what we call time and lifetimes, uh, they might have been part of your species?
1: There is a small percentage, a very small percentage. There are many
3: species many lineages connected with Earth.
2: I'm sorry, what was that?
3: There are many lineages, many species connected with Earth.
2: There are many, yeah.
3: There are more from others.
1: Right.
2: And... Did many participate in some way in creating us humans?
3: Yes, there have been many many periods of interaction. There are throughout, throughout mm-hmm. many
2: eras. Many eras, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in those interactions, was there uh, some influencing by some of these other groups, influencing of who the humans are?
3: There has been. There's been an attempt at a more evolved version of human,
1: uh-huh.
3: just continual evolution. Is part of the evolutionary process.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And does that seem to be true with certain groups of animals? Has there been an attempt to sort of improve or upgrade any of the animal groups on earth? Less so,
3: but there have been experiments. It's all of an experiment. This entire universe is an experiment.
2: With life in the entire universe.
3: Mm-hmm. That is the nature of life. Creation and evolution go hand in hand. Both occur. hmm There are many groups constantly creating and allowing those creations to evolve.
1: Huh.
2: And do you on your species, you on your planet, have a sense of what we humans refer to as God?
3: The one source.
2: Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm.
3: Which we are all a part of.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
3: We are all cells in the body of that source. We understand our source better than humans do. We are closer.
2: So you and your kind uh- you understand yourselves better than we humans understand ourselves
3: we understand ourselves as source as part of that source humans oh, okay. have been, humans have been very separated they live in a state of separation
1: yeah That does not need to be the case. Hmm.
3: That is the purpose of the
1: mission, to move beyond separation. To establish a sense of
3: oneness
2: you say we're given permission to do that
3: to
1: establish a sense of oneness among humans to prevent further separation
2: Yes, I think there are many people on earth, not everybody, but a lot of the influencers and leaders just naturally and deliberately want to divide us up, uh, different teams, different political parties, different races. Uh, different cultures, different habits, different languages, uh, different opinions, a lot of opposition, a lot of individuality, which seems to be the opposite of feeling that we are all one. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And and
2: this is so interwoven in the human culture.
3: The separation is more extreme
1: on earth.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But also a normal part of the evolutionary process to experience that
3: degree of separation.
1: Oh, okay. Before returning to a more unified state. Humans are being given choices to return to that state.
2: Is there anything else that you would like to impart at this point?
3: To have empathy and
1: compassion for
3: all who are caught in the separation.
1: Hmm. We do not solve separation with more separation.
3: The only way to repair the damage is through empathy and compassion.
1: Well, I really thank you so
2: much for sharing all this. I appreciate it very much. And I know that Jenna will appreciate it too. Is an honor. And thank you, too, for all the help that you give to the people who are here from your domain. The people who are here to really assist in these difficulties going on on Earth.
3: It is a desire to be of
1: service and to support.
2: Huh. Yeah. It is my desire too, and the desire of many humans whom I know, including Jenna, to be here to give service.
0: okay let's take a deep breath after that so <laughs> thank you I so thank much you for joining us today on this episode and to for being open-minded too. and coming with an open heart to these sorts is. of conversations and this information that we're sharing this truly is paradigm busting information and that's our mission to help you awaken to your highest self, to help you evolve spiritually and cosmically towards the highest cosmic destiny for us all. So with that, please like and subscribe. Don't forget to share with your friends if anyone you know could benefit from this podcast, this episode in particular. Definitely share. Let's spread the word and bring our star family together here on Earth.